Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Andre Henry. Uh, this is MJ the Mastermind. Today we're doing an exclusive uh, training and recording on uh, high frequency trading. Uh, going to go through the different indicators and uh, everything you need to identify, um, you know, small cap uh, trading. And this one pretty much cover the indicators. Uh, the, the other training that we usually do just tells like the setup, how the algorithm works. We're going to uh, go through that briefly and we're going to uh, jump into indicators and we made a PDF that's going to be available for everybody to use as a reference. Uh, you can go to the next slide, bro. Um, so just like in the previous weeks, we talked about the different time frames uh, in terms of day trade and, and uh, high frequency trading. So these are my personal favorite uh, time frames due to uh being able to identify trades prior to institutions or uh, the retail investors. You know, from 4 to 4.15, we get an open pop, which is like pure manipulation. It's usually like European volume where just markets opening up in the European uh, region. So it pretty much helped stock price uh, shoot up once it land in the 95, 85% uh, odds of the uh, algorithm. From 4.15 to 7 o'clock, uh, we focus on volume versus a uh, 10 day volume average is one of the uh, key components in terms of, uh, you know, identifying a perfect scalp opportunity. Uh, once you read that, you know, the, the volume and the volume average, you know, in pre-market, the volume average uh, pretty much stay the same from the last 10 previous days. Volume is usually um, the one that's, you know, shooting up due to like all the buys and sells that's occurring on that particular stock ticker. Um, the advantage of, you know, noticing the volume versus the volume average, you can uh, read the volume and notice it uh, increasing at a rapid rate versus the last 10 day uh, volume average during pre-market. Uh, news is a plus based on like what's, what's occurring. You can pretty much um, dictate or see how the uh, stock is going to move based on the share structure as well. From 7 to 9.30, usually focus on news. Um like with digital world, we saw the news about Trump starting up his own social media. So, I mean, it popped up on the algo like in the beginning, like since 4 a.m., but they just kept funneling news on the stock throughout the day, which helped the volume levels increase to new all-time highs. Um, you know, different brokers that you can trade on, you can be on Weibo at 4 a.m., uh, TD Ameritrade at 7, Robinhood starting at 9. So just keep in mind, you know, like early early bird at the Warren first mindset. If you can get in the stock at 4 a.m., you already be in all the volume that's going to occur throughout the day. So you're you're starting at volume levels at, you know, like 100K, 200K. And by the end of the day, it can be 189 million in volume uh, if you pick, like if it's the right setup. Uh, and that's the different time frames. The algos pretty much work all day. Um, you can scalp at any time, any opportunity once you understand the indicators. And uh, you can go to the next slide, bro. So pretty much uh, uh, we designed the algorithm that pretty much uh, pull four individual stocks throughout the day and it's reading its volume levels and it's going by the share structure. It's just the criteria that we look for um, in terms of day trading. We want to get in and out of stocks. We don't uh, usually when we plan these, it's like we trade them within the same day. 
snow like swing trading and things like that because we know like the volume has been manipulated on these particular stocks due to news and um due to news and institutional uh investing in retail uh so pretty much the way the algo pretty much works um it, it shoots out stocks in a particular uh a particular order that tells me the odds of that stock running uh those things that i spoke of in the previous about like volume volume average share structure um the news that's dropping also play into um the performance of the stock on a price level wise so the algo pretty much works the bottom stock is 95% odds of running uh the one above it 85% 75% 65% so when i'm looking at these um looking at the algo uh i can pretty much just determine which stock is going to uh, have the most movement based on its placement within the algorithm so it saves me the hassle of uh looking for those individual stocks i can find the stocks with the most uh volume and eyes on them throughout the day from uh like 4 a.m. time frame and it it changes interchangeably uh due to you know that 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 criteria and it flip and uh, update the algorithm on a you know every time a, a new stock appears uh you can go to the next slide bro so pretty much the indicators that I grew favorite to over time um just studying other traders and just reading a, a bunch of information in terms of like high frequency trading uh like how I started in Jersey and Chicago um I pretty much built the algorithm after you know working at JP Morgan uh using certain criteria to identify these institutional trades uh so these is the indicators that uh we pretty much use uh you use volume average that was the one i was speaking on earlier um macd adx momentum momentum crossover intraday momentum index moving average simple moving average bollinger bands parabolic star and ttm squeeze um these are my favorite the ones that i like the most is uh, adx and obviously the volume and volume average uh it just helps me um identify and uh my entries and exits on uh, any particular stock Uh, you can go to the next slide. So these is all the indicators we're going to go through each one. So pretty much you got your volume average. Volume average is uh basically like the benchmark of the trade. You know, like I said on that 10-day frame, I can read the volume levels on this stock and understand like how much buying and selling was occurring on a 10-day average and then the daily volume. I can pretty much see the volume on that particular stock At, at, th- at this particular uh, moment, uh, trading in pre-market, you have an advantage because you can see the volume average. It's not going to update to the new current volume unless it surpasses uh, the last 10-day volume average. So while you're reading and analyzing that volume versus the volume average in the, um, in the 10-day time frame, you know your current volume is always going to uh, surpass if it, you know, if it's good news merger acquisition um new ceo or any type of information so being able to identify these trades in pre-market you um have that advantage cuz the volume is pretty much building to surpass the last 10 day volume average and due to the share structure uh that we coded within the algorithm it's going to show it's going to show the best stocks 
to move like, you know, like from like 50 cent, a dollar, two dollars, because they're all small cap. So volume versus volume average is one of the um, key indicators that, you know, we like to use in terms of re and pre-market re-ins, uh, uh, just understanding uh, the stock's uh, movement and intentions for, for throughout the day. And then the next one. Um, MACD, pretty much the MACD help you, um, you know, analyze. Like, I like looking at all the indicators, but my, like, my focus is more on, um, you know, like, if, it depends on, like, the type of trade that I'm doing. Like, if it's, uh, if it's, if it's, uh, like, depending on the time of the day, like, I use different indicators for, like, entry points. Like, MACD is one of my favorite uh, due to like, I can see when the stock is being like oversold, overbought. I can pretty much see like the direction of the stock. I like to buy, if you're looking at like this bottom, uh, like graph, you know, if you notice like your MACD like crosses over and it goes below like, uh, like the zero level and it, it usually like on your charts is going to show like red candles. So like, Depending on like the alignment of the rest of my indicators, I would look at this to pretty much see when it's red candles forming within my MACD uh, lines and when momentum's dropping off, like with my intraday and momentum. I like to uh, grab, grab positions when stocks bottom out and um, just sell it when the MACD crosses back over into an uptrend. So MACD pretty much is another technical analysis you can just use for like the duration of you know like the stock price trend and it help you with better you know exits and entries depending on like the time frame that you're trading uh you can go to the next one bro uh adx uh this is probably my favorite um indicator to day trade with um you can pretty much read the gradual trend of a stock pretty easily. Uh, like triangles will form for like the ADX, you know, as you climb from zero up to 75, 100 range, you will notice like the price will gradually increase with it. So as I'm reading like my ADX, when I grab like one of my 95 or 85% odds, I want to make sure like my ADX is gradually climbing to the 40, 60, 80, you know, 80 range, because as that climbs, then you can pretty much, uh, you know, know when to sell uh, the position. So like, I like to sell when my ADX is trending up and you'll just follow the trend of the triangles, uh, like red triangles or whatever color you set them to pretty much uh, analyze like the movement of the stock. You know, you want to buy when your ADX is below 40. And as, like, if you notice, like, once you align this, like, you see my ADX, this one's at, like, 16 right now. But as it climbs up to the 60 level and you're in these high-volume trades, high-frequency volume trades, ADX will pretty much show you um, the price uptrend occurring. And then once it reaches that 60 to $80, like, 60, 80 range, uh, you know, you're going to see triangles start forming for the drop. So that'd be like a nice time to take profits because once it go back below 40, usually um, if it's not a continuation or strong signs of like that continuation, the price is going to follow like the ADX drop. So it's like a great indicator to use in terms of uh, scalping. Uh, you got the next one, bro.
uh, momentum crossover. Uh, let me scroll down a little bit. Let's see. So, like, momentum crossover, intraday momentum. Uh, I like to just use these to pretty much um, see, uh, like, the, the you know, if it's oversold or overbought. Um, and then just see, like, the momentum on the stock, you know, due to heavy volume and everything that's occurring. You can pretty much watch the volume level uh, correlate with the momentum, uh, mo- like the moment, momentum trends and uh, indicators. So like your energy and your momentum, when stuff is, you know, oversold or overbought, it pretty much helps, you know, confirm if you want to like stay within the stock or if you want to exit because when things is overbought or oversold, it usually shows like that, that strong trend. So it's, it's like something I watch, uh, in terms of like, you know, confirming like an exit or, or entry, uh, like a correlate those with like the MACD and things and just see the overall momentum and the trend, uh, of the stock. Also using like other indicators that, you know, keep my theories, uh, crisp. Uh, you can go to the next one, bro. Yeah, it's intraday momentum, pretty much. You could just see when the, yeah, overbought, oversold area. You want, you want to, um, sell overbought. You know, you know, it's a lot of buying that's going on, that's occurring. And then in the oversold area, depending on the movement of the stock and what's going on, it, it may be a, a good time to, uh, you know, you, you can buy the stock in the oversold area, sorry, and sell in the overbought. It just keeps it, you know, simple. Um, you can utilize, you know, the 70, 30 line, uh, the show, like I, I'm oversold when I'm 30, overbought, I'm 70 and above. So when you're looking at your stocks and, you know, day trading, if you want to get in a particular stock, you might want to wait till it's oversold, depending on the time frame that you're in within the day. And then, uh, sell in the overbought area. You always keep in mind, like you want to, use like if you if it's a lot of indicators you want to just focus on like three or four at a time that's helping you within certain time frames so you can uh use your best judgment you know to scalp out profits are you going to the next one bro damn it's hot uh volume average this is the one i was speaking on earlier you know you got your your volume versus your volume average. Everybody that set up their, um, you know, your chart reading like above the chart uh, uh, stated to put volume, volume average, shares, uh, industry, uh, market, cap, market cap, and uh, everything within that first window on your uh, Thinkorswim platform because it just helps you uh, in terms of just like identifying everything as well. And it's just a solid setup where you can see volume versus volume average. And, you know, um, one of the things that, uh, you know, utilizing this is just like, you can see everything. Uh, you can see where all the institution and retail buyers are, uh, buying, uh, off, off a particular stock across like, you know, the different, um, exchanges. That's what the algo set up for. And they just pull into there and pretty much tell us where all the volume is occurring uh, uh, during that time frame. And that's the uh, VWAP, right? Or can you speak yeah, on VWAP. The VWAP. Yeah, yeah, VWAP. Yeah. It, that's just like the indicator. And then you can put the actual re uh within 
your thinker swim like above, like uh, like when you pull a chart down, and then it has like those extra windows where it's like earnings. I mean, industry, uh, ad, the ads, the bid. You can pretty much set it up where you can see the 52 high and everything within that uh, thinkorswim uh, platform. Uh, I I send a screenshot. I forgot to add it to here so people can uh, just see that setup as well. Uh, Bollinger Bands. I love Bollinger Bands. Um, just uh, one of the methods that I use, like in terms of like day trading. Uh, you know, just these being like high frequency and the uh, volume versus the volume average. I like to u- utilize um, my middle band and my bottom band. So when I add in thirds, you know, depending on how much volume is kicking up uh, versus the volume average, I like adding a third at the middle band because usually uh, when it uh, tests support uh, using like the uh, momentum arrows, you know, the momentum arrow indicates like the downtrends and, uh, you know, that align with the Bollinger Bands just helps, you know, confirmation of like when it enters well. Uh, when I'm using my Bollinger Bands, I like add a third at the, the, the middle band and then the bottom band if it's in the 95 or 85% odds within the algo because I know that, you know, volume is going to keep picking up if it stays within those, uh, if it stays with within those two elements on the algorithm and utilizing like the middle band uh like and a third and then a third if it breaks support i know that in high frequency trading well in these small cap trades uh when when uh stocks you know it start testing the middle band with heavy volume on it most likely a lot of people are going to see that as an entry opportunity and buy as well and it's going to send it right back up uh right back up to like the new high levels like you can just look at like how the candles formed on this one but one thing to notice about the Bollinger Bands which is pretty much key and you can uh, help see continuations when you're looking at the chart you want to zoom out and then see if your bottom band is up uh, going up to a new price level so like when my bottom band, say like this one was at $11 and then now it grew up, like my bottom band is at $17. It's like my new like support area. So I know like if I get in, I want to add towards my bottom Bollinger band when it's dropped to 17 or whatever. Um, and then I know like if, uh, you know, if it bounce off that support line, like it's, it's, it's going to retrace back to the middle band or go above like the middle band back to the upper band so those is like good scalp like good for scalp and then when you utilize that with like the adx and then the arrows those probably like my top favorite three things to monitor when i'm doing these type when doing this type of trading because they just uh all those three align pretty much help with like your entries and exit and then making things a whole lot easier uh in terms of like understanding the trend of the stock you can go to the next one. And then Parabolic SAR. Uh, Parabolic SAR, the, the, uh, I learned these from Ming. Uh, pretty much use, using these dots. Uh, it's the blue dots on like my particular setup. Uh, you can pick any color that you want. But uh, if you if you notice like these buys and sell uh, opportunity zones pretty much, uh, you see how it says buy and then it's pointing at the dots below. 
uh, usually all your other indicators are going to align. So when the dots is below and I'm, um, I, that's like, uh, you know, like if it's like retesting like my middle Bollinger band or is that the bottom band and then my parabolic star dots are forming under like the current price level, like that's buy opportunity. And you see how this buy and then went all the way up to 60 in the sell. Like my ADX will really just show me like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80. And then when that first dot form at the top, you know, it's going to be sell. Like my ADX usually correlates and then it start descending. And when it's descending, that's probably the best time to take profits. And um, yeah, the best time to take profits and, you know, just be happy with the scalp. But the, the parabolic dots pretty much, you know, confirm like help confirm entries and exits as well. Next strong. ETM squeeze. I learned this from Laurie. Um, pretty much you can just like, it helps you like just see, uh, it helps you see the like, mo like the squeeze, like the stock about to take off. So, you know, use, utilizing like the TTM squeeze, you can pretty much see the trend. Uh, it's just something good to look at with like your momentum indicators, the MACD. Uh, usually all of those pretty much correlate within these high frequency trades. And you can, you know, you want to buy below, uh, like below the zero line and then sell when a, when a squeeze occurs, like when it goes above one. Uh, I just like keeping my eyes on it. It just helped me feel more comfortable in terms of, uh, you know, my entries and exits or seeing when uh, an uptrend or uh, momentum is going like keep kicking up as well. Uh, you can go to the next one, bro. I think I forgot. Oh, yeah, I definitely forgot. All right. And then, um, oh, this is the EMAs. Uh, this is what I just like to utilize, um, for, uh, like my swing trading or when I'm, um, when I'm just buying stocks in general. Like, I like 50, 20, 100 EMA. Um, when you utilize like your 20, EMA, like this, that green line within the chart. Uh, when your green line intersects, you know, 50 to 100, some people like the 200, depending on how you're reading it. Um, pretty much your 20, you can just buy when it intersects uh, the 50 and 100, you know, red and red and blue uh, EMA. And then it just helps you in terms of like adding on a monthly basis or, you know, or just like, just, you know, buying more position. So I, I usually use that like volume RSI, make sure my RSI is below 40. Um, so like when I'm just adding on a monthly, I'll pretty much utilize the AMAs to, um, you know, just add like on a monthly basis. Uh, one of, I said I was going to tell people like one of like biggest, like D, D -Y, uh, Digital World, like why I went to 175. So, you know, it started off, uh, it started off with like $9 and went to 175 the next day. The biggest thing that you want to analyze when you're doing the high frequency trading, uh, the market cap went from 900K, then it went to 3 billion in a day. So with all the volume that was occurring, the volume that was occurring, 
when you notice that market cap is growing with these high frequency trading, it was no option train chain like I like uh, stated. It was a bunch of news behind it. They kept dropping news, uh, and the market cap was like 700k, and it went to three billion in a day. So I already knew once it hit like 1.3 billion by like 12 o'clock, um, that the the stock was going to keep running. Like once it went to 25, it went to 50, 100, whatever. And then due to like the share structure, like we talked in um, other classes, um, you know, that share structure, no option chain, all those things play in the part in terms of these ones that just take off. Because once you notice like the market cap growing, uh, no option chain, uh, the share structure is like, well, 50, 100 mil market cap was like seven or like 700 mil, whatever. It went to like 3 billion. Once you notice like the volume kicking up, news flying in, and then your market capitalization increasing, then you know it's going to run for like a day or two, especially like all the hype that they had behind it. And then uh, that was like, that's like one of the big key things, uh, like with the algo. Uh, once all those align, and then I see market cap growing, I know to just put a bag down because it's going, it's going to do something crazy. Anybody got any questions? I know it's a lot. Uh, these, these, this PDF is going to be exclusively on the mastermind group, uh, the network, and then, um, and then everybody that purchased the course is going to be, uh, included in your course. So you can always go in there. I fixed up the courses that I have. I had to update like a couple of algos. So I updated them. I was going to have this PDF and, um, yeah, it's going to uh, be available on the Mastermind group and Dream to Get Network as well. And then if you have any questions or anything, just let me know. Anybody got any questions in general about any of the indicators, anything? Don't all speak at once. Can you hear me? It's Karen. Hello? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so tomorrow, are you going to be dropping at 4 o'clock or is somebody going to be dropping at 5? Uh, I'm going to drop it at 4. I'm going to drop it at 4. I just had a wild week. So. Um, yeah. It's yeah. okay. I'm not mad at you anymore. I'm over all the <laughs> yeah, stuff that I, think I lost. I, I think I'm going to start I'm, doing, I'm trying to like implement like a text alert so it just sends you a picture of the algo at 4 a.m do like, oh. like hourly updates I'm trying to figure out the best way to go about it I'm a, um I'm definitely going to start posting at 4am within um the Dream Again Network uh and the Mastermind group is, the album is going to be available there when uh, everything's rolled out and um yeah just keep in mind all the you know different indicators and things just get comfortable with like two or three I mean my personal favorites is the ADX parabolic dots uh, momentum crossover like the triangles and then like Bollinger bands and you like you don't have to utilize all the indicators but these is like just everything that I like to use like everybody got their own like indicators that I like to use but you know particularly for the algorithm small caps uh, they the best ones I came across if anybody sees something you know just let me know because okay. they help, help with my training as well 
I know you said the three favorites earlier. You, I know you always talk about ADX. You said the Bollinger Band. And what was the other one? Momentum Crossover? The Momentum Crossover. So that's pretty much uh, the triangles that you see forming on your charts. Uh, like the, the arrows, I'm sorry. The arrows that form on your charts. So when the arrows form, it's basically uh, stating that stating that, you know, uh, momentum's about to shift. So it's either going to retest middle Bollinger Band and volume's not going to hold, or it's going to go straight to the bottom Bollinger Band and then everything's going to fall off. Okay. Like volume's going to fall off and, you know, something else within the market is, you know, taking up all the volume. So people are probably exiting that and moving into another trade, like the institutional retailers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Thank no you. Sure. Can you explain uh, the triangles with ADX again? Uh, triangles. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, so pretty much uh, the ADX. Pretty much when these triangles form, like this is like throughout the day. Like obviously, like all the triangles formed already, but it would start off with like this one triangle. You see, like, ADX is, say, 16.54. That's where current ADX stands uh, within, like, the 40, 60, 80 range is at 16 currently. So when I'm looking at uh, ADX and I buy, like, the 95 or 85% odds, I want to buy it below uh, 20, 30. And then as volumes start kicking up, ADX, more triangles are going to form and go up to that 80 range. When it goes up to the 80 range, the stock probably hit a new high on the price level uh, versus like your entry because ADX just showing you the price strength. Uh, it's taking your, your highest price and your lowest price. And it's, uh you know, just giving you a reading of like the uptrend gradually happening. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. All right, cool. Yeah, because you wanted to just like go from 20, 30, 40, 60, and then, you know, you already grabbed your entry when it was at, like, the bottom Bollinger Band or that that middle Bollinger Band, like, if you, you bought on a retest. And then your ADX is just going to gradually grow uh, up to the 80. And then your price is always going to follow it. It's going it's to go because we already dealing with those type of uh, stocks we're looking at. Any other questions? Hey, um, with the odds position, how do you determine? Is it just based on volume, the number of like what the highest, you know, what the highest stock is gonna hit? Um, what well, with the odds? So pretty much, yeah. uh, I coded it to pretty much. Um, it's more focused on like the share structures, market cap, okay. um, volume, and then uh, like I coded it to pull from like all the different exchanges. So exactly. I'm like, I'm looking at like the volume average and things like that. I want like a simple volume average where like, you know, it'd be like 24, like 25, 30% of the volume average that picked up on the stock already. And then it factored in with like the share structure that I coded in as well. So it's only pull, pulling those unique, like those unique uh, stocks that can run off of like volume alone. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, any other questions? 
You walk, you walk them through the uh, the DWAC trade again? Yeah, that was my question too. <laughs> All right, um, hold on, I'm about to send you a screenshot real quick, bro. All right, I just well, if you can pull the stock up, I could just tell you like the thought process of it, like throughout the whole joint. If right. you want to, and then everybody, I dropped the network, um, the network, uh, Dream Again Network, where the PDF is going to be available. Uh, if you just join, you can join the book club because the book club free to get in. And then it's going to be posted as the last post once this uh, call is uh, finished. And then, I mean, you can have access to all my resources as well. So, yeah. And the DWAC, I'll tell y'all, like, my thought process throughout the whole thing and then what I was looking at. Uh, you want me to send you a screenshot? No, I'm bringing I'm bringing the stock up, but you can still send it to me. All right, yeah, because there's certain things I want, yeah, like that I spoke on earlier. That you texted it to me. I'm about to now. I'm just uh, trying to get my life together, bro. <laughs> Everybody, the uh, the mastermind group is going to be open for the public soon within the next uh, couple of weeks. So just stay tuned for that. Right, cool. I sent you a screenshot. And I can speak on the arrows because this is going to show it like more of like how I look on my, on my, um, on the computer. I mean, on my iPad and stuff. All right. I'm about to bring it up now. Vic, you wanted a copy of this song? Yes, please. All right, got you. Got you. Because I'm going to make some reels and stuff for Instagram and all that. Okay, cool. Let me know when you got that song. All right, yeah. so this is uh, DWAC. Um, pretty much came up on the 95 odds at 4 a.m. Then um, I noticed, like, the news... Like just fluttering in. If you look at volume versus volume average, I gotta just tell you some of the thought process. So my volume when I first started looking at it was only a hundred K. The 10 day average was like 900 K. And then by like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., it was already at like 2 million, 3 million. So when, when just reading like during those time frames, uh, you know, it, it was sitting in the 95 odds position. It was like, like $9 uh, the day before, like it went to 175. Um, when you're reading the volume versus the volume average, the 52 high historical volatility, you know, you can see like the previous closed market cap shares and then historical volatility. So this stock in particular is only 35 million shares available, you know, so that's one of the like key things I like to look at. Um, the volume went up to 133 million. So 133 million volume on a, a stock with only 35k shares, and there's no option chain. The stock is pretty much going to shoot up based on like the news behind it, and everything that's going on. During Trump presidency, for real, he had the most like pump and dumps. So like. Stocks would do this like every other week. That's like what I, you know, designed the algo to work for. 
Um, but it, I mean, it still worked for like, you know, 30, 40% gains, whatever, uh, 80% gains. But, you know, it's uh, more for like, you know, bear markets, things of that nature. So when you're looking at like the volume versus volume average, your volume is pretty much going to read different from the volume average. This is just like a screenshot reset. But when you, um, when you looking at volume average, why the market is, uh, is still pre-market, volume average is only going to read the last 10 days that, um, the last 10 days versus like the current volume. So you're, you're, you're able to analyze volume and live, like live stream versus the 10 day average volume. And then what, once I noticed that 10, 20 million, 100 million in volume, 35 million shares, all I got to do is just sit on it. News kept trickling in. It's Trump. Trump like a pump and dump monster for real. And then the thing that I noticed is market cap. Like if you look at market cap, this grew to 3.39 billion. Uh, it's under shares. Um, when, like when I first looked at it, it was like, what was it like 700 million? And then as you watch the volume increase, on like the less shares available, no options. All the news, oh, excuse me. All the news just kept fluttering in and my market cap started to increase. So typically when I'm trading, if the market cap don't move, uh, based on like the amount of volume, I could tell if it's, um, going to be able to sustain and hold. Like that's like one of the biggest things for something that takes off. So when you see your market cap increase, like if it's going up like to a billion, two billion, while your volume is trickling in, then it's already going to show like the stock is going to run for like a day or two. And that's exactly what it did. Because once they just kept pressing news out about it, um, my market cap started to increase. Whenever market cap increase, uh, like your price level is like a buffet fundamental. You're like your price level usually follow. And they... Is they pump this stock so much that market cap increased in the one day span. Usually that happens in a, a quarterly, annually, like monthly type thing, but they made market cap go up more than four times the normal level in a day. And then with, you know, the other, you know, volume, volume average shares and the no option chain, I was able to just that it was going to keep going. Honestly, I didn't think it was, I didn't know it was going to go to 175. I just knew that, you know, market cap was growing, so it was going to take off. Um, I just like being early to the race. So that's the significance of being it's in that. Um, so, yeah, that was like the thought process through this individual trade. And news kept fluttering in like every 15, 20 minutes. That's why I said news is a plus uh, in terms of that. And you'll just click on the news tab once you got this uh, setup and then you'll be able to uh, identify like, you know, the scalps and things like that. That's going to run, take off. There's still news on this one. And um, I did see postings that even Wall Street Bets was, you know, interested in it. They're saying that this company is being pushed to meme status. To meme status? Yeah. Yeah, I can believe it because, I mean, like, when I'm just analyzing all these trades... I don't plan on holding them more than a day. Like this one, I, you know, it, it made the occasion because market cap grew. But usually, like, I'm just in and out. Like, I don't like, um, I don't like pretty much 
swinging it. Like I don't do do much, too much due diligence. I'm just playing it off of the algorithm. So it's just like I see it. I you know get that that quick scalping or like depending on what happens with it, I'll pretty much hold it if it if it's you know worthy of it. Just do off of like the fundamental changes, like in terms of like the market cap, my like volume in. But overall, I think most of them that pull in, um, I feel like good stocks cost like sixteen dollars or more. You know, um, I feel like that's just like the price level it has to be for it to align with like decent financials. So most of these like that's under ten dollars or anything like that. I'm just in and out. I don't. It's not enough uh, supporting data for me to hold it unless it was like patents or something like it, like the news has to be like oh I can hold on to this but I still gotta do more due diligence like the algo is just more like in and out like a bank robber so like this company is trash for real like even when I looked into it like after like it closed the first day like most of their leaders are in like different foreign territories and um I mean, their their business plan is not that good. Um, so it's just more of just like, just taking what the market given situation. So you don't see this as something for someone to go into long-term? Hell no. No, I don't have option change. I shouldn't have touched 175, but just did just off of manipulation. Uh, like option change, yeah, option change is like the, the next derivative for like confirmation. In terms of like high frequency trading, um, see, all right, day gone. But I still, I'm not, I'm not a believer. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm in and out. I feel like, I feel like that it's going up this price level and everything. It's just like, I mean, is it overvalued now? It's like at eighty dollars. You know, it just came off market on Tuesday. So for, for the uh, entry, for the entry and everything. Um, I feel like it's just overvalued. Like it's kind of pointless to get in now due to the fact that it already ran up, you know, crazy percentage, you know, in one day. It's just like, if you do play, I wouldn't put a lot of capital into it at this point. It opened the week at $9, right? Yeah. It opened a week at $9. It's just like it took off. So like, I mean, I just want a decent margin to safety. I'll leave a third in there, but I'm not about to fall in love with the stock because Trump behind it. Yeah, I think I saw it at $9 on Thursday, and then when it opened on on Thursday morning, it immediately went to $15, $15 and just kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it started snapping. Because they was, they was all pushing, like, the media, a lot of them was behind it. That's why I like, I like the algo because it pretty much catch everything before like the news is going hit it and everything so I just be early it's like at least I have a third before like everything starts to occur because honestly I don't know the fate for this company I don't it's like it's a lot of uncertainty so it's just like if I can just catch it uh in terms of you know in and out like in terms of my day trading I'm satisfied I knew it would continue because market cap started increasing as well um but like I don't plan on holding on to it. I don't think it's worth it. And a lot, a lot of companies are like di- divesting in social media. So Trump coming out with one is just like people 
are investing in the metaverse, like it doesn't make sense to invest in the long term unless they're making a metaverse. And I don't know, Trump don't got money. So we'll see what happens. Good. All right. But um, everybody, um, training will be available. Um, we will be posting that PDF and um, the network. We dropped the link in the join um the cousins group. Drop the link, and the mastermind group will be rolling out in a few weeks. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out directly. Uh, everybody that you know purchased the course, uh, it's new algos in there that I designed. It only pulls like three stocks now while I'm market open, so it slims like your pickings. It got sometimes it's one, and yeah, that, that's that's it. Um, and then if you uh purchase it, uh, PDF is going to be within your course link with the new algos and stuff as well. Yeah. Free jewelry. And if anybody have any questions, just uh, let me know. Let me check the chat. Is the course available now? Yeah, the course is available now. Um, if you join the network, is just uh, reach out to me, uh, Black Wolf, and any of the uh, chat rooms and stuff. I'll send you the link for that. Um, yeah, because I it's on my phone somewhere. My phone died, but I, I'll drop the link. And um, yeah, just reach out to me and we'll we get you set up. And PDF is available in the network. It's going to be available on the Mastermind group as well. So um, if anybody have any questions, just let me know. Uh, reach out to MJ or reach out to any of us uh, within the admins. We'll be able to help you. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. And yeah. You can stop recording, bro. Yeah, if nobody got any more questions.